0: Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos Amiga,
1: the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge.
0: Everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John, and I'm Aaron, and today we're going to be talking about overkill. Yeah, yeah. It's just (laughs) overkill. Now,
2: someone out there knows men at work.
0: I'm sure people people do. Saying it, yeah. Um, Aaron, we got some feedback from last week. You know, we're always on people. We always ask them politely to leave us iTunes reviews. And uh, we never we, we, them. Them. <laughs> we never mention if there would leave us positive ones or not. Oh, so, no. No, I'm just kidding. This one is positive too. Just I was just on waiting. edge a little bit. So this this one is titled A Diamond in the Rough. And it's uh by Simon RoseFX.com from New Zealand. Our favorite spy. He says, Amigos, a podcast you won't regret listening to. If you made it here thus far, you then you are almost in Amiga Paradise. Kind of like soft rock paradise, your favorite radio station. A charming show hosted by a couple of good old boys, passionate about the not-so-often-talked-about Commodore Amiga. The fine structure to the show starts with news from the world of vintage computing and retro gaming. The majority of the show is dedicated to a game they task themselves to play that week. I recommend playing along. You will discover many gaming delights and sometimes turkeys within an atmosphere of their wit, great humor, and much mirth. A jovial couple, who I might add, light up many of their listeners' week Every week with a fresh and original presentation. Thank you, amigos. May you continue. Beautiful, so, man. Thank you, SimonRoseFX.com. You consider yourself a good old boy because you don't. I never mean me any a... harm. Get it out. Keep going. <laughs> um, Jeez. So that concludes the feedback for this week. <laughs> thank you, Simon. <laughs> um, so, Aaron, do we have any? What's on the gamble train? It's a gambletron, but It's rolling in the station, baby. Oh, man.
1: Listen,
2: we
0: had an interesting... It wasn't the biggest week of of Amigo news. We got a few things here. Um, Do you want to tell... Before we start, should we talk about the biggest news about our news platform? Perhaps an upcoming change? Oh, yeah.
2: That's a good point. So, man, I don't really need the gambletron for this one. Bad news, folks. For for the 334 of you or so that follow, Google, in their infinite wisdom, have decided to cut Google+. Now, don't panic. This change won't happen until next August. Right? Oh, so we've got a long... Got <clears throat> that's a- right. Okay. okay. However, uh, this greatly and grossly affects yours truly, because that's how I do my notes. But, uh, men much smarter than myself... Chris have tasked themselves to come up to build a better mousetrap, to come up with some kind of gimmick to, uh, uh, that would be better
0: than Google+, Plus to accommodate me and Boat, uh, and I believe they'll do it. What do you think? I think so, because I've already seen the prototype in action, and it is great. And this is something can you give us a little insight to this Yeah so we are going to actually um, make a new section of everythingamiga.com dedicated to the show notes the news of the week for the Amigas and what the best part about it is it's going to operate just like Google Plus where you'll actually be able to post your own links and stories that you want us to cover on the show all without creating any new kind of account we won't make you register for anything it's basically like sending there's a, it's basically like sending an email to uh to an email address you're, you're going to send it and um like i said it'll automatically post to the news page and we'll be able to read it on the show um so i'm excited about this for a couple of reasons one this is something that's guaranteed not to go away because we'll control it, and two, it'll also be searchable. So you know, when people are searching for various stories, our you know our site will pop up, and it will bring more attention to everythingamiga.com.
2: Pretty good, yeah. And I trust the Brain Trust. Absolutely, these are geniuses. They're men of honor, men of valor, people that know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And again, then there's us. <laughs> I don't we're, know what the hell we're doing. We're here. bringing up the rear. That's for yes, sure. we are. So anyway, thanks, Brain Trust, and. To be continued right. in the future, but for Watch now, this space. for now, we're using Google Plus. We'll probably use it right up to the wire, <laughs> you know, or maybe use both, you know. And just to highlight the community participation, as you know, last week we were gifted with some lovely snooker mags, mm-hmm. and uh, one of our one of our uh, uh, very loyal listeners, uh, Daniel Cordell, put up some snooker
0: related tunes right. to, uh, in in the channel. So, if you want to hear those crazy things, if you, if you remember the timeless classics like Matchroom Mob with Chaz and Dave, you can, you can relive them uh, on our Google Plus. Pages. I will say, Daniel, far and away, our most prolific po- YouTube poster
2: Absolutely. and responder. Absolutely. Never Absolutely. made a comment he didn't like, <laughs> and he's all over it. <laughs> um, here's one. Another uh, submission from Andy Davis. I heard a lot from Andy this week, mm-hmm. and Andy has posted up a little link here, which we've mentioned this guy a couple times. The Ten Minute Amigo Amiga Retrocast, <laughs> not Amigo Amiga, and uh, this is a real nice guy. I like think he's even he's popped in the uh, yeah, he's popped in the chat, a, couple chat times. a few times. Mm-hmm. Knowledgeable, you betcha. Uh,
0: so I recommend his stuff. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Another great Amigo. He sort of forms the uh, the holy trinity of American based. Uh, No, because there are only two of us. Lafarius is not American, is he? He, He's an honorary American. Honorary American. The Holy Trinity. You got Amiga Rama, 10-minute Amiga Retrocast, and us in the back. Yes, yes. Um,
2: So while we're talking about Andy Davis, I like saying that. Uh, And I saw this a couple places. This is uh, Commodore related. Mm -hmm. Um, C64 Software Library is up on archive.org. Have you had a go at this boat?
0: Uh, yes, I have uh, I, you want to talk about it? Yeah, so basically uh, this is uh, the Internet Archive is uh, they are really they're doing the Lord's work. Yes, they sir. are archiving everything everything uh copyright be damned they are they they've got it on here and you can actually go into the uh library they've done this with the apple i believe there's even a very limited amiga stuff on here too uh just in terms of what can be i emulated. think they announced some Amiga. stuff. i remember last
2: year it was a big deal and it like it didn't work that good yeah so it's sort of like yeah it's a little
0: yeah. bit too advanced for for what they can do so far in the, in the browser but you can click on any one of these games and uh, you can actually play it in the browser. You just click on this thing right here and it will download some stuff. And before you know it, uh, you're playing Burger Time for the C64 in your browser. So it's super, super awesome. Now, just to keep us honest, and I always think of our good buddy
2: Laurent Giroux, who who is, he always keeps me honest on this stuff. Uh, some of these fellows are probably still, uh, could still make a buck or two on this stuff. So we're not so. This is the gray area of emulation, which I never talk about that anymore. It used to be every time. You used so to I, mention gray area. I need area to get it back in there.
0: But uh, this a, whole show is a gray
2: area. LaRon is it, Especially it, He's like my conscious. I always I can always hear him in the back of my head. <laughs> no In that French accent. No, no, Aaron, no, no. Well, but I like that. You need I listen, I can understand that, especially when you're a guy that works in a business or whatever. So use this at your own discretion. Absolutely. But. Absolutely. Um, so keeping it going. Our good buddy, the Pix. Pixels at Dawn. Now this one, I I saw pop up, uh, and I was like, this is interesting. Indie Retro News reports that the first ever commercial Amiga
0: game has been found and released. Which is hilarious that it's a Donkey Kong clone. It's a Donkey Kong clone.
2: (laughs) This is even more (laughs) great. And it looks... Wow, we're looking at it here. It's a um, a man, and it looks like a man in a business suit being chased by dogs. Yep, and there's and a, there's a huge fat man in a or I guess in green pants. That is the donkey. Looks gone. like he's wielding some knitting needles. It's a uh, wonder what the ends in the spray can to get rid of the dogs. <laughs> Anti dog spray. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to get a good laugh, and uh, I mean, it doesn't look that bad. Well, it doesn't look that great. It either. doesn't look okay. <laughs> Fine, but monkey business. So. Keeping the ball rolling, boat. Uh, our good friend, the Dunk, Duncan Styles, has written up a review this week uh, on everythingamiga.com about the power, the power. Now, this is a puzzle game. Have you ever played this, boat? No. And in fact, I'm having trouble finding this. article. you just passed it? Go down, bam. This that, is yeah, it. that's okay. it. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's a write up. Believe it or not. I think back in the day, I actually had this game. Really, really. I, I would look through my disc collection, but I it, it, the disc collection has been liquidated, and so I, I
0: had. But I, I think I had this somewhere. So this looks sort of like a uh, is it like a, <laughs> a, like a puzzle, uh, sort of like a load runner kind it's, of thing. It's been
2: so long since I played it, I could not tell you. Okay, but I I recognized it from the intro screen of all things. Uh, of course, it's a good lengthy review too. So. Uh,
0: pop over to uh, uh, everythingamiga.com and check this out. You know, I'm glad that Duncan is posting some of these texts. sometimes, you know, I watch a lot of videos on YouTube. Sometimes yeah. I just want to read, read words because I can read sometimes faster than I can watch. And uh, I, I hope that he continues to to, to write these things up. And he's time. great. And yeah. Also that. Yeah. I mean, we're a multimedia site. It's not video not audio, it's not text, it's everything. Yeah. Everything all the time. And the, and we uh, I mean, listen, I'm not going to
2: toot our horn. But we got some of the best guys around doing I mean, we don't have them doing it. They do it because they want to and they do great stuff. Yeah.
0: We are we are so incredibly lucky yeah. to have the the team, the editorial team over and to And speaking
2: of the devil. Now this one boat I watched the whole thing. So, um Dreamcatcher you know what the I'm talking about. The original Everything I Meet a Beat Writer. So, Dreamcatcher decided to look at this uh, at, at a game, which
0: I actually had this game. I think it was called Crime Wave. Different than Crime Lords,
1: right? And
2: what it is, or Crime Stoppers. Is, is a very glorified NARC rip-off. Holy cow,
0: that guy's got a. Yeah. yeah.
2: You ever played NARC? I did. It used to be at the skatering. Yeah. So, what would you put with a NARC ripoff game? As opposed to going into detail. I don't think this is a work in progress, but what he put in here was just a crap load of Pink Floyd. <laughs> and I don't mean mainstream Pink Floyd either, brother. Deep cuts. His deep cuts. Uh, Access Software, by the way, who made this, uh, did uh, Leaderboard Golf. Really? Yeah. In fact, this use of the technology from that. I believe a, he's looking at the PC version of this.
0: Because uh, is, the, is there a voice synthesis module in here? Is there a he hit the tree, Jim? There is of, voice, yeah.
2: as I recall. So, it's garbage. <laughs> it's, it's real bad. And of course, there you go. Some lovely cuts of Pink Floyd. So, Dreamcatcher, up to his wacky antics yet again. So, you know, I believe since we went to... Uh, uh, since we cut the last show, we've released two, two, count of two...
0: Amigathon Ooh. videos. Okay, uh, do you want to talk about those? No, because I don't know which one you're talking well, about. Well, we've got ten and eleven. Okay, I wanted to make sure I started on the right one. So ten. This was a very m- memorable episode because we played UFO Enemy Unknown, which is my first go round with any of the XCOM titles, and um, that's hard to believe, but yeah, I know yeah. this is this is the sort of thing that you think I would have played. Um, I remember uh, being. Um, being on edge during this this part of it, and I don't know why. I talked about it a little bit on the Discord. I just had this sinking feeling that something was going to go wrong. Luckily, nothing did. We were able. We to, had trouble running it. Yeah, that I think that wrong. probably contributed to the yeah. The we had a heck of, of um, a getting it to work. Yeah, um, but when we did get it to work, we we managed to track the uh, the UFO, shoot it down, and and and, uh, and assault it. Yeah, and so uh, I had a good time playing yeah. this actually. I mean, for what it was, yeah, wacky, yeah. but yeah. it was fun. And so, um, yeah, so
2: that's that's all we played that hour, a whole hour.
0: Look at those UFO. lounging
2: bums. <laughs> We're lounging and eating pizza for charity, man. Living the life. Now, do you recall? Um, what we did in Hour 11. Oh, it got boy. it got wacky in Hour 11, Boat. Well, I see I can it, tell uh, you what we did. <laughs> we played one round of wrestling. Uh, we also had a go at Stunt Car Racer. And then we capped it off with one of the goofiest games ever. Is this the Micro Mortal Pong? Micro Mortal Tennis. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is
2: one weird game, Boat. Mm. I don't remember who suggested this, but... What a weird, weird game that was with the devil involved. What are your th- memories of this hour?
0: You know, I I liked this hour a lot because I liked all three games. Um, you know, who doesn't like Micro League Wrestling? Probably the most accurate Almost everyone. Probably the most accurate wrestling simulation available on the platform. Oh yeah. Um, Then, of course, (laughs) Stunt Car Racer, great game. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. And then this game was just so off the wall. The backstory, you wouldn't have had to put... There is like this 10-minute animated cutscene at the beginning of this game. Semi-animated. Semi-animated. That that lines out, you know, you're this demon, and you've got to win this tennis tournament to get the devil his due or whatever. And so... um, You know, this game, I'm pretty sure this game has cursing in it, I want to say, or something. I I don't know. There's weirdness going on. And, of course, there's fatalities and all that stuff. And so,
2: plus it was hour 11.
0: They, we, were, we, were we were a, a little half loopy. out of it, yeah. yeah. So um, I highly recommend to you, if you have not watched any hours yet of a thon start with hour eleven. Now, That's when the fun when really do, begins.
2: When do we start having uh, hours that go away? Do you remember what
0: when did that start? Was that hour sixteen or eighteen or something like that? Yeah. Uh, it's the last, the last four hours. Okay. So after hour twenty or so. So there's a lot more to come. Folks. Keep in
2: mind, we're gonna get, the next hour we probably will be hour twelve. It starts getting it starts getting a little stupid <laughs> because we're now we're twelve hours in, and I recall it going getting a little sideways real soon. So it's something worth having a look at. Um this came out today. Today. There's a new CD32 compilation CD out. The C D thirty two and beer multiplayer compilation for October. Our good buddies at Indie Retro News have the scoop. What are the games you get on AirBugs? So I mean, keep scrolling down you, to the October part.
0: You know, they've they've. It's basically, I guess, at first I thought all of these games had some sort of beer tie-in, but that's not no. the case. This is just like sit down with your buddies, crack open a few. Look cool at these ones. games. Read some of those. All oh, yeah. the all the Epix games. All the all games, of them, games, including you've also got bar games on there, mm-hmm. man. Look at these. I've never even heard of these Magic Bites Eskimo games, Western games.
2: Oh, we're there, dude. Absolutely.
0: Bam. Hey, Amigos Game Selection Committee, you want to pick a game that will make us happy? Pick Eskimo games. Or Western games. Either way, how bad can they possibly right. be? Right, absolutely. Absolutely. And Phoenix Freddy's on there, which we took a look at. Love. One of our most popular videos. It's just strange. Yeah, yeah. I love that game. I love that game
2: a lot. So anyway, yeah. Hey, God bless them. They're doing, the, they're doing good work over there. Again, gray area, yada, yada, disclaimer. Okay, so here's a wacky one, Boat. Now, I'm not familiar with this guy. Uh, but apparently there was Seal. A, I'm familiar with him. Why don't you play a little bit of this, boat? This was a I'll just sing it. This was a pro tracker version of "Crazy" by Seal that had been removed, but has been has turned back up. Mm. That's all you need to know. It's never been on the internet before. I What's guess. your
0: favorite Seal song? That one, "Crazy." Crazy. Yeah. That's all. Like, you turn
1: it on. Then you're gone. Yeah, you drive me.
2: That's Seal. No, that's
0: not it. Mm.
2: No. You're talking, you're thinking uh,
0: Aerosmith. This one's... Agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, I like um, the first song. Remember his first song? Um, Crossing that bridge. I don't. Listens- what is the name of that song? I love that song a lot. And of course, who doesn't like the Batman song? Kiss from a Rose. Kiss from a Rose. It's a good song. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Seal. He's got
2: those weird tribal uh, marks on his face. Those are
0: acne scars. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No. I thought they were tribal. No. You might be confusing him with Mike Tyson. Are you just making this up, or are you no. serious? Seal, He's yeah. He's got acne scars. Yeah, that's what that is. I thought they were tribal. <laughs> well, so they could be I? tribal acne scars. Agree to this. If that's not an episode title, I don't know what is. Man. All right, moving along. Anyway, Seal. Go check that out. Um... Let's see, do we have any? Oh, here's one boat. How satisfied are we with communities? Google's asking us. Maybe if we, can, we can save Google Plus by putting this smiley face right here We're not there. satisfied. <laughs> so this one
2: from our buddy Chris Folds. We love the Foles. Um, new game alert. He's, he's labeled it. Mini Legion. A new Amiga game set for release next week. Wow. Next week.
0: Look at that. That looks nice. Yeah, it does. Is this I wonder if this is like a uh website? Let's see what we're what we're looking at here. Media I don't, Legion. Yeah. It's coming out next week. Where how come I no one ever heard about this? Well, I think it's because the developers are uh maybe it's all big in um, you know, Spain,
2: I wanna say. Is that where it's at? Spain? Yeah, I think so. Hey, new game, we're down. Yeah. So check into that again. Linked off any retro news, mini legion is that it? Do we have anything else this week? I think that's
0: it for the news this week. Do we have
2: any site news? Let me look here.
0: Just uh the way, way groovy ARG presents. Oh, yes.
2: yeah, well, yeah, um so this week we did seventies arcade games. Why
0: are you okay, I see.
2: and uh we looked at Stunt cycle, mm-hmm, and Boot Hill. You ever played either one of those? Uh, I've
0: played. I think I've played Gunfight before, which is sort of the Boot Hill sequel. Yeah, prequel, uh, prequel. Um, but uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed the show because one of my favorite Atari eight bit games is a game called Biker Dave, which is a clone of Stunt Cycle, which I didn't know. I, I didn't know where where Biker Dave came from, and so uh, it brought back a lot of a lot of great memories playing that. You know, Stunt Cycle. We we had a clone on the Coco. Same thing. <laughs> and I knew
2: I had played it in the arcade. I'm old. Uh, but it's a simple but fun game. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, always, I enjoyed it. And again, I picked Boot Hill because it's the first game I ever played. So we had a good time.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Time. And next week, what do we got coming up on ARG?
2: Atari ST. Atari ST. Now, I don't want to spill the beans, but the games we picked are probably not the staple
0: games for the Atari ST. Well, that's always been their tradition with uh Brent's ARG. game. You think Urban Letty's leading the charge for the GBA? Listen, I'm just going to let...
2: Tune in for some Atari ST. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. It's going to be a weird one. That's all I got, Boat. Yeah. All right. Let's hit it. Overkill. <laughs> Overkill. So this is a um, a very straightforward title. Let's go there. Um, this came out on the Amiga uh, in 92 or 93. I saw two different dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was out on the CD32 and the 1200 or the AGA.
0: AGA title.
2: I don't know which came first. It's a strange thing. One would assume the AGA version, but it's. I saw dates that the CD32 version came out first. Mm-hmm. Let me take a drink.
0: You're starting to, you're starting to lose it. Recharge.
2: I'm sorry, guys. I've done the best I can. <laughs> so, this title came out, and it was developed by an outfit called A Vision. Now, do you remember Vision? They did, uh, didn't they do one of the pinball games that we covered? No. no. But they did do a get recent game. They did Cybernetics. Cybernetics. Makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Because this is sort of a Another similar. ship sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Uh, they also did the Dragon's Layers, if you'll recall those. Roadkill. They did Prime Mover, that motorcycle game. And Seek and Destroy. So we've covered some of these. Mm -hmm. Um, You can play two players. Hot seat. Um, What do you... You want to go over what this
0: is? Yeah. This game is a Defender clone. Uh,
2: You don't have to say that right out of the gate. It's... It's a, um, this game is an
0: entirely unique it's an take it's on a new shooting experience that's got nothing to do with the game that came out before. Listen, um, <laughs> this game is a is a Defender clone uh, that uh, takes some of the most interesting parts of Defender and completely disregards them. Um,
2: <laughs> What's that say? So. Those are the notes for Defender.
0: Yeah. That's all, I'm just so, I'm just screwing you. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, Defender <laughs> came out about 10 years, 10, 11 years ago before this game. Uh, one of the most famous arcade games of all time, mostly famous for being horrendously difficult. And having 76 buttons. You have to hit three buttons and a pedal to start the game. (sighs) Right, right. I think that I remember reading something about um, time spent on various arcade games, and I think the average length of a Pac-Man game might have been three or four minutes. Defender's somewhere in that 45-second category, much of the time waiting for your ship to respawn after it blows up. So, um, you know, Defender was designed by Eugene Jarvis. Who uh, later went on to uh, do some other things, but I think he's most famous for Defender. I can't think of anything else that he did that was more. He did RoboTron, Robotron. too, but I think was RoboTron before then or after then? It would have been. I think it was after. It was after okay. He also
2: did the. Uh, I think he did one of the Terminator games, the newer ones. He done some newer gun games. Mm.
0: Eugene Jarvis, a legend. Yeah, he's a legend world. in the yeah. scene for sure. Yeah. Um, so this game. Takes, uh, you know, it, it definitely updates the graphics. The graphics in the original game were very sparse. Um, you know, you're you're always you're you're flying against a black background. Um, you're, you're flying in this enclosed area. You know you can almost think about it being like a sphere where it wraps around on itself. Um, in, in Defender, you have a, um, a radar screen at the top of the screen that shows you the location of the enemies. It yep. also shows you uh, when an enemy has picked up one of the citizens and is carrying <laughs> it away. Um, in this game, uh, you start out and um, you are immediately struck by this game looking like an early 90s Amiga game. Because they're like, boy, what can we do to make this look like an Amiga game? Let's put in 15 levels of parallax scrolling now right off the bat. Minute,
2: That's beautiful <laughs> that looking so,
0: scrolling. So you've got, you've got that going on. You've got your ship. You're dropped off by a mothership. You know, yeah. Uh, when, when you start the. A la Hybris. Right, right. Um, and uh, you immediately start blowing up bad guys. You know, there's all these aliens that, that you've got to kill. Now, um, on the ground, you've got people okay and you're thinking well okay this is going to be like Defender the enemies are going to pick up these guys they're going to carry them off and when they come back they're going to be mutants no, no. for whatever reason they decided not to do that they decided to basically make your the guys on the bottom a totally useless part of the game incorrect no yeah. I'm not done yet oh I'm sorry you can use these guys to gain points, because every once in a while, these guys who have the most superhuman jumping ability in the world, That's true. they can literally jump hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air up to your ship, and then they'll, they'll hang on like the guy, like a like, uh, Schwarzenegger, hanging on to the chopper, you know, and, and with the gun and stuff, and you can collect these guys, and the more that you get the fit on the kind of rim of your ship, the higher points you can get. Yeah. That's incorrect. Okay, correct me. Allow me to educate you. Okay, say, okay. Because I had to look into this. Okay, okay. That was the impression I got.
2: So here's the story. Okay. You got to hear the story. This is a... Remember last week's game, Dreamweb? Remember mm-hmm. that story? Yep. This makes that look like crap. <laughs> 2690 AD. First of all, that's... Far-flung a, future. An intense war rages within the Centauri solar systems. Mm. With total genocide imminent for both warring factions... You, as captain of the New Corps, that's in you. Of course, it is the most feared the and elite fighting corpse in the Federation Star System. Must lead the attempt to drive a wedge between the two warring factions until the larger fleet can arrive. All right, blah blah blah. This is the story. It's it's a stupid story. Though at the bottom of the screen, on most screens, there are crystals. Okay, right. These are called um, let me see it, trilithium crystals. Okay, that's what they're called. Tune in next week for the quad lithium crystals. <laughs> so the guys drop out of a ship mm-hmm. that comes down on the screen. They're your guys. They're my guys. They're down there blowing up these crystals.
0: Oh yeah. Because okay. the enemies will take sense. the crystals away. Right.
2: You, once one of them blows it up, it goes, hey, hey, hey. And it jumps, you get him, and what you're doing is Flying him closer to
0: another crystal to blow that up. Oh, that's okay. that's what it okay, is. Okay, okay. Well, Go ahead. So you do that, and when you basically when you, you're you're collecting these crystals, they'll float up into space. If you get them before the enemy does, you get them. Um, you you kill the enemies. When you destroy all the enemies on a level, you uh you progress to the next level. Now I'm sure it just sort of fades out, right? Now I'm sure in a lame way that there might be some strategy where you don't want to kill all the enemies at once. You want to leave a couple alive so you can mine more crystals on a level. There might be that sort of angle going on. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Um. But. Anyway, once the level ends, like you said, it fades out and you get this top-down map of the uh, of a solar system, and you you have to complete as far as I'm aware, you have to complete each planet in a particular ring of a solar system before you go on to the next so it's like it's pointless. multiple st- stages and levels it
2: pretend you it's a pretend way to think you're picking different stages every stage in a ring of the solar system identical mm. I mean, you're not like picking. That I, There's not like a water world, a fire world, all within no. the same level. In fact, I wrote down the worlds here. So in the first ring that you're in, you've got the blue like nighttime planetscape. Mm-hmm. All right? In the second tier, all right, and you have to beat all the first ring of planets first. Then you've got the purple tunnel planets. Remember those? hmm You beat all those, you go to the bombed-out city levels.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay?
2: These are multiple planets with bombed out cities. Who knows what happened? That's a hell of a war. Then you go to the Shadow of the Beast low-end forest.
0: (laughs) Is that what it looked like to you? Low-end, like it doesn't look very nice, like a slapdash effort? It's the worst (laughs) one. Then you go to the
2: sort of desert moon planets. Mm. They got mesas and craters. Okay. Then you're on the last level... The Death Star. Yeah, right?
0: you're on the ship at that point.
2: But that you have to defeat everyone in a ring to go on.
0: Right. Go ahead. Now, um, I there there are you know this game. One thing that it does do better than Defender is it gives you power ups. They're very sort of R type or Gradius style power ups. You get the spread shot. You get the like slightly down at an angle and straight shot. Sort of like the bomb sort and the fire straight of ahead of
2: a uh, silkworm. Yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And so that part of it's cool. There's no hyperspace in this game. There is a shield that you can activate. Yeah, by pressing the space bar. Horrible. Um, you know, the, uh, the the jury's still out on how exactly you can operate a joystick with the button and press the space bar all simultaneously. I'll get
2: into that in a minute. Maybe
0: on. you could put the keyboard down by your foot and make it like a you know a pedal type thing, which actually isn't a bad idea. <laughs>
2: it is um, if you've got an Amiga 500. It's real bad idea. Yes, <laughs>
0: that's probably true. Or a 1200. <laughs> You're not going to be able. You got to be better off putting your seat up on something <laughs> like another table. Um, so anyway, that that's basically the game in a nutshell. That's. There, there's not a whole lot to it um, yeah it, it's, it's, as far as what I think of the game the game didn't really hold my interest um, I, I found that it got difficult um, and I didn't want to play it anymore um, and, and, and so how, I left it how far it. did you get I beat probably the first I want to say that I beat I didn't get to the second ring but I got maybe to the last ring so of you the didn't even ring. see the
2: ground based well, no, because I,
0: I watched, the, uh, I watched the, the, let, the let's play right Um, But I mean, I I couldn't beat it and I didn't really feel like trying because I mean, I just felt like what I was doing was useless. Like, here's what I love about Defender. And I think part of the reason why I didn't like this game is because I really like Defender a lot, even though it is really hard. I like when the, the sense of urgency that you get when a an alien has picked up a little dude and is carrying him back up and you see it on the radar and you're like, oh man, I gotta go save him. And then you shoot the alien and then you swoop in and you pick him up in midair and you deliver him back to the ground. Right. That's an awesome feeling. You don't get that at all in this game because that, that mechanic doesn't exist. Well, um, listen. Here, I'm not Oh, done oh yet. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. Keep going. So... Then, another thing that I don't like about this game is that it's got your, I don't know, it just looks like such an Amiga game. I mean, like, the graphics, it's like, it's trying so hard to look cool, and it's just like, it just seems so cookie cutter. Like, all of the backgrounds, the ship itself, it could have come out of any game. There is nothing unique about any aspect of this game. I'm not saying it looks bad. I'm saying it just looks like every other Amiga game that was coming out at this time. Um, So, Defender looked neat. It was very sparse, but the sprites were super, super colorful. It almost had this vector-based quality to it, where everything just seemed to really shine out at you. And again, because this game is a Defender clone, I could do nothing but compare it to Defender, okay? Another thing that I don't like about this game, it almost, before it got hard, it was too easy. Let me explain. Before it gets hard, you don't even need to look at the screen itself. All you need to do is look at the radar, the enemies are so big on the radar, you can just spam the fire button and shoot in the general direction where you see them on the radar and clear levels like that. <laughs> so, the, the, in a lot of games, the radar is useless. In this game, I think the radar is almost too helpful.
2: Yeah, but you didn't get past the first set of, of planets.
0: Well, I'm just it saying... It wasn't clearly It wasn't too helpful. You couldn't clear the first set of planets. I'm just saying that it was, it was too easy before it got hard. What does that mean? I'm sorry. Carry on. In closing... Um, the, the, the final, and oh, don't even get me started on the ship explosion, if that's not the most Amiga thing you've ever seen in your life. Let's make everything explode into tiny, tiny little pieces and watch how much animation we can put on the screen at one time. It's sort of like the programmers bragging nonsense. So, this game could have been a lot better if they had changed a couple things. Okay, don't give me the side eye like that. No, I'm just, I'm just, I want to let you get your, okay. uh, your nickel's worth <laughs> in Number here. one, number one. Two-player, simultaneous, multiplayer. Split screen. That would have been great. Okay? You can't do... Same that would su- be impossible. It would not be impossible at all. You'd have to split the screen in half and split the radar in half. So? The radar... Look how much this space... This is an the- Amiga.
2: Plus, look how little space you would have.
0: You'd have enough space. It Show me any
2: there. other system that's ever
0: done that with Defender. Well, n- Okay. Carry on. I guess I can't argue with that logic. Um, number two. When you die... You have to wait for the screen to fade out. Game over fades in. Yes. Game over fades out again. Then the whole deal fades back in. There's probably 15 seconds in between the time that you die and the time you come back. Let me chime in here, and I'll let you continue. You're right. That
2: is one of my biggest pet peeves about this game. You... You get killed, well, for whatever reason, the, the a screen w- one flashes. Kill yep. You your ship glides to the ground. It explodes in a million pieces. Your guy runs out, which is cool. The screen fades to dark. the The player one comes up. The player one fades. The huge ship comes down. The huge ship lets you out. The huge ship mm-hmm. goes up. You move to the back of the screen, and then you can do something. Mm-hmm. I timed it. I timed it. it was over t- thirteen
0: seconds. Yeah. Okay. Too long. That's too long to wait. It, it's you want to go right. now. Yeah. In a one-hit kill game like this, you want to be out and back in immediately. Yeah. Shoop, shoop. Again, Defender. They're, all they had to do was copy Defender. It would The big been ship fine. should come in once per level. Yeah. Not every time. Right. And I think in Hybris, that's what it does, right? No. I don't think so. I think oh, it comes God. back every time. <laughs> um, so, okay. Finally, and I, I mean, this is a gripe I have with a, with a ton of games that we cover on this show. This game opens... With a pretty, you know, uh, heavy metal kind of riff-based song. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's not my favorite. It sort of reminds me of the kind of music you listen to now, where all the singers sound like Fozzie Bear. You know, but it kind of fired me up when it came. But to that. I was it's 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 probably you know it's it definitely fits the theme of this. This is a death and destruction sort of game. Okay, so you're like, man, I'm ready to play. Then you start playing, the music fades out, and you get no more music. Why do they not just leave that track playing in the game and give you an option to turn it off? I will say this, uh, and I,
2: I can't confirm this, okay? Uh, I looked, the CD32 versus this, uh, Mark Allen Knight is credited on it, okay? It's not credited on the AGA version. I'm going to use logic to assume that there are CD tracks for this game on the CD32 version. I would not bet on it. Well, I mean, there is no, unless he wrote that opening tune only on the CD32. I don't know, but I'm, that's a guess I, I, otherwise you're right. That's all I have to say. <clears throat> Go for it, man. Um, you've got some valid points. I'm not going to say to just crush you. Uh, it takes too long between man. yes. Um, the shield is absolutely worthless. <laughs> it is worthless. You click a button, turn uh, the spacebar turned it on, and the spacebar turned off. A game this hectic, there's no space bar. You can't use a spacebar. When I first started playing this on the actual Amiga, I didn't even use it at all. Eventually, when I moved over to the emulator, I, I mapped the spacebar to a second button. It still sucked. It's worthless. I'd rather had a hyperspace mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah.
0: Uh, on, or a smart bomb. You know, smart bomb would have been great.
2: Would've helped. <clears throat> um the map where you pick where you're going, worthless. That's a gimmick. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. That much said, the uh, the bit with the man and the diamonds, it's tacked on, but it's okay. I think it's all right. It's okay. It's not as good as Defender's Element. All right. yeah. The graphics are good. You're bad mouthing this thing for having a. It's an Amiga, man. I know. I know. But that's it, what they do. There's literally nothing in this that's unique, though. What do you mean that? This has got four or five screen deep parallax
0: scrolling.
1: It does. Yeah, but so does every other
0: Amiga game.
1: This is a does, twelve. No, this that's a, not true. This is
0: an Amiga twelve hundred game that could undoubtedly be done on ECS OCS without the shadow. Of no goodness. way. You know,
2: I'm trying to use my limited voice. I wish I had. It was in full voice. Ah, <laughs> I'm love getting to, it in on you. I'm I would love to tearing it in you in <laughs> up here. Wrong. But I, I can only give you what I've got the game moves uh, it scrolls smoothly yes it's beautiful with mo- with a few exceptions it's beautiful the jungle level sucks i don't like it it looks lower res than the rest of the levels but the rest it looks good the sound is okay the enemies suck i don't like them they're generic enemies that's what i'm saying man you know if you're if you're if you're driving a wedge between two warring factions why are they different every level right you right. know um, in the end, it's an okay game. I like their other game more. Cybernetics was a more fun game, mm-hmm. I thought. You remember that one?
0: Barely. Actually, refresh my memory. What is Cybernetics? Sort of asteroidy. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, that was the. But that wasn't the PD game, was it? It was. It was. Okay. I like that much more than this game. <clears throat>
2: uh, the coder on this worked on Gloom. Remember Gloom? That's the
0: FPS, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got skills.
2: It looks very um um demo-y. hmm The opening screen, the player yeah. select. And I think you know.
0: this would have been a great, you know, shareware PD title. This was a commercially released game, though. It probably cost you 40 bucks when it got, when it came out. Yeah, I did. And to me, there's just not there's not enough compelling reason to 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 support anybody buying this at full price. Not that anybody's buying it at full price anymore. But it seems like there's an awful lot of sameness for for what it is. Well, I mean, you can take out, okay, if you just, like, for example, like the enemies move in slightly different ways. Like you said, there are ground-based attacks in the later levels, but there's really no distinguishing features in the levels other than that, you know, other than just the the. Well, I mean, growth. the enemies are different. Yeah, but they still die the same way. I no, mean, they yeah. still attack you the same and They still kind of float around in their oafish way. You know, you said this was an Amiga game, and I mocked. And you're, but
2: I can't fully kill you because one thing i noticed about a lot of Amiga shooters, they have these generic enemies. They don't look like much. They just float around. And again,
1: it's
0: it's because this is. Look at the size of the team. How many people you know were on this staff? Two? I don't, was oh, there, there one, no, there was art? more.
2: There was more than two. There were like four. Okay.
0: So I mean, like you know, when you've only got four guys, maybe they just they they hit their wall of their creative limits. Well, I think they were just trying to make a simple game. You've got to look at this for what it is. Sure, I'm an expert. Someone that wants
2: to play a Defender type game with modern graphics Mm and sound, bam! Yeah, this is it. This is the game for you. you. No question about um, it. If this is your bag, you're in. The controls are way easier than Defender. Is this as good a game as the Defender? I'm not a Defender fan. So for me, I found this easier to play, but I've played Defender on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I liked it. I liked it. Better. I, that's
0: my favorite version of the game. It's okay. Yeah, you know. Um, I've got a sealed copy. I of think action. this is beautiful. I really, I think it's a gorgeous game. Uh, really, what do you think is beautiful about it? Because we just talked about how generic and ugly no, but, the enemies were. No, I
2: didn't, the enemies are lame, but the backgrounds are beautiful.
0: But I mean. The ship looks cool. The big mothership coming out looks awesome. You know, it's 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 like the equivalent of like buying like a a backlit poster at Spencer's. You know, like those are beautiful too. But I mean, like they're just a cookie cutter. So listen, it's not
2: original. Yeah, and the plot's stupid. The written plot. They just made some stuff up. (laughs) The unspoken plots, where it's at. You know, and really, you could go to all the levels. The one thing I couldn't figure out is what the crystals did, because. I would ignore the crystals from. Well, I beat the game. Mm-hmm. I used the code for unlimited lives. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy, but I beat the whole game. And I would go through levels and just kill everything I could. It gets too hard after the first level, after the first uh, the blue level, right? And it's ridiculous at the end.
0: It's un- I might have beat. I might have beat the whole first level. Thinking about it, I might have gone on to the second background. But I did die. I definitely didn't meet the second round.
2: When you get to the, uh, the bombed out city, mm-hmm. it's insanity. Mm-hmm. When those tr- missile launching trucks come out, it's crazy. Uh, it's really hard. I don't know who could beat it. There's, if they didn't have a shield, if they had something else, or, or a, uh, a shield like in Asteroids Deluxe, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Something else I hated. Hated. When you get hit, the screen flashes and you go down. It happened so fast you can't tell what happened. Yeah. Something else on later levels, especially, um, you will come on the screen and instantly get killed. Mm-hmm. There is no buffer. Mm-hmm.
0: You could die instantly. You know, that's a I uh, just thinking about it, that's another thing that the defender actually did pretty well is when you got hit by something, in the defender, like the action would freeze and you would see the overlap of the sprite that hit you, and then your ship would explode. Yeah. So you know <laughs> you know um, what took you out.
2: In this one, it just flashes. And I know when I in the later levels when I'd come on the map, I'd have to look at the radar and make sure I was going the other way because mm-hmm. you could instantly get killed. Mm-hmm. That's no good. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. Um The good thing is when you die, you retain your abilities. And when you go to the next level, you retain them. That's that is
0: that that's a plus. That's a good yeah, thing. And you know, I had a, I, I thought it was kind of neat how the uh the power was bounced on the ground. You know, it's better than just floating. I thought that was okay. Um Yeah. I want to talk about a new site I found. Okay.
2: Um, that, and In line with this. Okay. I'd never been here. It's a, a amigamemo.com. It's not new, it's new to me. And it tells you what's in the box when you buy the game.
0: Really? Have you been there? No. I'm looking it up right now.
2: So I looked to see what was in the box for this. All right. Here, Boats, your voice is it better. here? Right there's what's in the box.
0: Okay. So it comes with uh, a game manual, of course, it comes on two discs. You've got a poster. Uh, you've got an epilepsy warning. Good, yes. good. Uh, you've got uh, a Mindscape International catalog and an advert for the Miracle Piano Teaching System. Do you remember the Miracle Piano Teaching? I system? Do. I do. It's one of the most valuable accessories for the Super Nintendo. That Miracle Piano because they didn't make too many of them. Um, and then it also came with your your registration card.
2: I thought that was kind of neat. Just to, that they was, and there's pictures of it too. So go if you want to see what is in the box of this. Go over and look. And there there's a lot of stuff here. It's the first time I've been here though. I thought it was kinda neat. Um so one thing about this is the people that made it, we mentioned them, I think we talked to them before Vision. They're out of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Oh really? We have some listeners down there. Um They did, among other things, Zombie Apocalypse. We we played on Amiga then. Right. And they did Seek and Destroy Cybernetics, like we mentioned. And on a couple of these, and I'll try to look into this. I couldn't find it. It would say, we're not paid. <laughs> <laughs> Bilked out of cash. Like right here, Woody's World for Compart took all the money. <laughs> <laughs> and then right here, originally, these guys were called ART, mm-hmm. just A-R-T. And they were published by a place called um, uh, CRL, oh. okay. They didn't get paid for any of the games from CRL, according to this. So they got screwed. Ugh. That's the worst in this. Yeah.
0: So what? What, uh, what? What? Did you get any eBay action on Overkill? I did. Well, oh, let's do reviews first. So hey, you want to go to these? Yeah. Things? I'm losing it. So this game, this game, reviewed fair to middling. Um, you know, uh, mostly in the the seventy to eighty range. The highest score that you see on here, the the one Amiga sixty one rated at an eighty nine. Uh, the lowest score appears to be. Um, AUI, which is it's, again every week, it seems like we've got a new magazine. Volume seven from December '93 gave it a 71. Um, so, this, but you know, I would rate it somewhere along the same lines, wouldn't you? You know, 70, 70. I, w- I would say probably like an 81.
2: It's funny, Lemon gave us a 7.3, and they gave the CD32 version a six. There were less reviews. You know, before I give a rating, you've got to for a game. you have to look at it in the context of what it is. It's an arcade clone. I'm guessing, I'm going a guess it was a budget title of some sort. It was released on the CD32 as a combo with a game called Lunar Sea. So you got two games, two mm-hmm. shooters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if it was released for you know less than, say, 12 pounds, was it 12 pounds, 99p, mm-hmm. or something like that, that's not a bad deal. If you paid 30, 40 bucks for it. It's not a bad game. It's a thing. It's not a bad game. Yeah, it's not a bad game. It's okay. It's we're spoiled too. And we're in a different era where you can't release a game
0: like this. Am I wrong? Yeah, because now people would say, well, just fire up your emulator and play Defend.
2: No, no, I mean, you could beat this game in 17 minutes. That's like there's a playthrough if you're some kind of god, okay? Um, we Um They make shooters now that go on for an hour. You know, long, real in-depth shooting. Mm-hmm. This isn't that kind of game. Right. So... It's tough to judge. I'd say a C. I'd say graphics a B, for sure.
0: Gameplay though, you're, you're doing it, man. Yeah. For graphics, I give it a B. I know. But you're, this one, you're has turning to, into everything you hate. I, no, no, no. I'm I, I saying, never want to hear you mock those guys again. I'm
2: just saying it's a pretty game, but it's average. That's all I'm saying. eBay, these things were everywhere, but I've never looked at a game. That was so widely available. <laughs> in the US, you can get these. Seventeen bucks shipped. Really? Wow. Forty seven bucks shipped, sixteen bucks shipped. Uh in in the UK all day long. C D thirty two version, twenty three bucks. Belgium, France,
0: Germany, everywhere. So this game wider release than first, first expected. It's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. You got me. But you never saw this one in your in your Amiga years the first time around. Right? Well, ninety three, you were out of the scene. It was over. I wasn't out, but I was. You're on your way out. You're transitioning. I never, I never played it. No. Yeah. Um, I did want to tell everybody that uh, we starting next week we're going to be recording Amigos with a brand new audio mixer. Um, the Task Cam four by four has served us well over the past. Uh, Uh, year but uh, it's time to uh, I wanted to buy a mixer that had uh, an onboard uh, compressor so we could do that hardware rather than software so we have now in our possession the Xenix Q802 USB so uh, this thing uh, will be in use starting next week so hopefully we'll sound even better I know we'll sound better because you'll probably be feeling better and, yeah. Um, There's
2: nothing that they can do to
0: help me. Yeah, and uh, and the other big news is that the Task scam is going to find its way over to Amigo Studios East for the ARG crew to uh, to continue on. So uh, it's a win-win situation, and it's all thanks to you, the Patreon supporters. So thank you so much for your kind financial yes. contribution. Thank you, guys. Um, Aaron. Um, I want to thank everybody that is in the chat right now. Sometimes I forget to do that. So right now in the chat, watching us live, we've got Amiga Bong, Edvin, Edvin Helen, John Marshall, Paul Harrington, uh, Duncan Styles. Uh, let's see, a whole crew of people. Marcus, Marcus Hoag. So uh, thank you everybody for joining us live in the chat. We record Amigos every Friday around five thirty, except when we don't. Um, and, uh, it's, it's always a good time. If you're not doing anything on a Friday night and you want to tune into, uh, YouTube, uh, make sure you click on the bell button beside the subscribe button on our channel and you will be notified whenever we record live and you can join the party in the chat. What time is it over in the UK right now? Uh, right now it's about five hours past, so it's about 1130. Really? That late, eh? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, Aaron, um, the winners of last week's Patreon song challenge. I can't even remember if I... I, Did I know it? I have no idea. I don't remember what it was. It was Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. I knew that one. That was was so easy. Well, you say that, but Eric Nelson guessed both the Jetsons and the Flintstones before I had to set them them right. (laughs) So, maybe not quite so easy. Um, We did have some winners, though. Uh, Yeah. Pixels at Dawn, perennial winner. What I'd like you to do is state a funky fact about each winner. What? What? Pixels at dawn, go.
2: Uh, ch- a funky fact: uh, He's got a, a two-story
0: afro. Okay, Colin, he's got feet that are this big. Okay, for our audio listeners, how how big is That's, that? That's uh, was that six apples long? Okay,
2: like Smurfs. Uh, Jost eighty, Jost eighty. He's eighty years old. That's where he gets that number. Okay,
1: Chris Ful.
2: Chris Fultz has got a voice just like that, like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Hi, kids! Like that. How about Norman Davey? Norman Davy. Mm-hmm. He He does a little dance where he wiggles his thighs around.
0: Okay. The big wiggle, they call it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Faust. Faust, mm-hmm. he's a composer. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. All yeah. right. So, um, thank you to our winners. Congratulations. That's I, what the winners get, eh? They get a funky fact. Wow. Wow. Um, and uh, if you have a guest for this week's Patreon Song Challenge, then, oh, and Edvin Helland also, uh, tell me a funky fact about Edvin Helland. Despite his name, from Detroit. Ah, interesting, interesting. And so if you think you know this week's Patreon song, you can email me at com. And uh, Aaron will tell you about a funky fact about yourself you may not even realize. Something tells me that the,
2: the emails are going to go way down. They're going if
0: to fly in for the funky facts. All right. <clears throat> Here we go.
1: Robert Egerton III, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Rob O'Hare, Howard Nims, Matthew Moore, Andy Craig. Sean, so, Darren, Low, Max, Colin, 419, Park, Roland, Burke. Andrew, Monk, Joe, the Zombie, John, Cook, Dan, Ross, Leaf, Killan, Alan, Kebab, Chicote, Level, Lord, John, Marshall. Matthew, Perron, Ricky, Derosha, Creepy, Dead, Buffy, C T Z, The Slow, Nora, Steph, Org, Morton, Sand, Helen, Blender, 75, Christopher, Hassel, Ravi, Abbott, Chris, Foles, Dream, Lauren, Giroux. Graham, Veb, Keybridge, Dowdy, Lane, Denson, Adam, Battersby. O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Gary, Hucker, C. Brian Jones. Paul, Harrington, Duncan Styles, Alan, Kebab, Anthony, Jarvis. Tapes from the Crypt, Josh, Nan, Adam, Badley, Jonas, Rulo.
0: DHT, Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy, Humbertstad, Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warrens, Pixels at Dawn, and Kilbjorn Bard. What happened? You ran out, didn't you? I ran out of song. I told you it was going to happen. Yeah. So if you know what that is, boy, I'm not even sure what that was. Uh, you can email me at uh, johnatabigaspodcast.com. You need something longer than a ditty. Well, this one was, this, it, once you, once I tell you what that was supposed to be you'll be... You'll, I, yeah, you got me on yeah. that one. Well, I thought I knew, and then I didn't it know. It started out rough, and it didn't get any better. I, I thought I at the end you were broken and, just
2: broken looking at a rap and then you were just saying the names. Yeah.
0: I didn't yeah. know. So, anyway, um, next week, Aaron, we are going to take a look at something totally different. Okay. This is a hex-based, complex, strategy, hex-based, low graphics, X to base historically accurate war simulation. This is, I think it's called Frontline 1914 to 1918. Holy smokes! Yeah, um, it is uh, History Line 1914 to 1918. So it's this a World War is, One. This is, again, is a One war, World War One uh, strategy title. Outstanding. So how I, many of those you played in your life? Well,
2: I'll, well, um, I played Wings.
0: It's <laughs> a, a, a pretty... It's almost the same thing. There's Listen, a lot of Hex-based combat. I, I, in this. I find the world, the First World War very fascinating.
2: And it is a... It's an era that has been forgotten by a lot of people, so we're going to bring it back. back. I don't I'm believe it. Back. Paul Harrington guessed.
0: He got me, that honestly. right?
2: I would not have guessed it. Man, here's he a funky
0: it. fact about Paul Harrington. <laughs> He's some sort of savant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next Friday. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to play your Amiga. Until next time, adios. Adios.